This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. I'm Brian Goldfinger from Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. We'd like to wish you and your family a happy holiday season. Don't drink and drive, don't token drive, and wait till you get to your destination to reply to that text. Visit goldfingerlaw.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Loom, speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers by a score of 106-95. to on uh, Saturday night, it was uh, not the best way to spend a Saturday night. I'm not going to lie. This game was hella boring and uh, basically spent most of the game, you know, doing dishes, making some dinner. You know how it goes. I mean, some of these games are quite boring and this was definitely one of them. No Kyle Lowry tonight. He got rested. Uh, I think they called it a sore back, which makes sense. I think he has some lingering, um, not issues, but, you know, you get to 33, 34, you know, you might have some back soreness or whatever so um you know smart move by the raptors to rest kyle he's been playing every single game he's sort of uh carried the raptors on a lot of nights especially when Kawhi has sat out and he's sat out about six games thus far so it was Kawhi's turn to carry kyle and that's what he did Kawhi stepped up tonight 34 points nine rebounds two assists a steal two blocks plus 28 in 37 minutes that's exactly what you want to see out of your star players, um, you know, he, you know, obviously plays very differently from Kyle. Kyle obviously gets everyone involved and it's sort of more of a team effort, whereas Kawhi is more of a finisher. So he's going to score by himself. And that's what he did tonight. He was, you know, came up with a bucket anytime the Raptors needed one. Um, none of the Cavaliers could really do much against him. Uh, he was just sort of physically dominant for those guys. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was just a great game from Kawhi. He got to the free throw line a lot, which is nice. Uh, he hasn't really um, gotten a lot of calls this year, but tonight especially, he got a whole series of and ones, at least three, I think. Um, you know, also hit some pull-up jumpers, came up with a clutch steal when Chetty Osmond tried to do a low crossover against Kawhi, which I don't know why you would think that's a good idea considering Kawhi can basically touch the floor in a defensive stance. So I, I don't know why you would do that. Um... And it's sort of the same mistake KD made. KD in overtime uh, on Thursday tried to basically, you know, just cross over like a usual move, you know, sort of instinctive. Before you make your move, you do a little crossover, see where the defender moves, and then you make your attack. And Kawhi just says, yeah, you know, I'll just steal that ball. And got the steal. It was a bit of a close game at the end. Um, And the only reason for that really is because the bench can't hold leads for shit. Um, It is hard to watch this bench play. I mean... You know, OG Ananobi, minus 15. DeLon Wright, minus 17. C, uh, CJ Miles, only minus 4, but seriously, 2 points and 1 to 4 shooting wasn't great. JV, minus 9 in 18 minutes. I mean, it, it was hard to watch. And, you know, part of that is because Fred Van Lee was playing with the starting unit because, of, again, Kyle was out. But also, the main issue is nobody knows how to run a goddamn pick and roll. What is wrong with everyone else on the Raptors, man? Kyle Lowry, maestro of the pick and roll, leads the NBA in assists, primarily by running the pick and roll. He gets more than six assists per game, if you look at the tracking data, to 
Ibaka, JV, and Siakam. Those six guys are, you know, either finishing in transition or pick and roll. But, you know, feeding your bigs, coming off the screen, feeding your big, letting them score, you know, Kyle Lowry is great at that. It's the best part of his game right now. However, when you look at Fred, Fred has no idea how to pass to JV. It's kind of sad. Um, you know, if it was the same thing that happened in the uh, the Warriors. It's happened a lot this season, really. Like, basically, the bench has one central action, which is to run, pick, and roll with JV, except it goes nowhere every time. Um, you know, Fred eventually did find JV a couple times in the Warriors game, maybe two or three, but ultimately, that was not a good performance by the Raptors bench. In the Warriors game, just like tonight, was not a good performance of the Raptors bench. And especially, um, it was disappointing to see the fact that the Raptors, at the end of every quarter, they would get out to a lead, and then all of us, except for the first quarter, but the second quarter and the third quarter especially, you know, they would play great defense, they would get this big lead, and then they would hand over to the bench, and then they would just, it's even wet themselves. They just, like, can't run any effective offense, and it's really killing them defensively as well. And most of it just comes from the fact that nobody knows how to run pick and roll, on this team except Kyle it's kind of sad Kawhi can do it a little bit I mean he likes to go and attack two defenders draw them and then kick out so it's not really the same he's better picking popping with a guy Um, but you know Kawhi can operate a little bit but like man Fred was so bad in the pick and roll DeLon was so bad in the pick and roll they had to have guys like OG and Anobi and you know Danny Green running pick and roll which is not what you want You, you don't want these guys to be running pick and roll these guys are primarily you know catch and shoot guys but when everyone else can't do it, you know, you got to go you know, and look for alternative methods. And I think, honestly, OG actually had two nice passes to to, uh, to JV for um, for roles. But I don't know if it's a case of they're not comfortable with the way JV plays. Because last, you know, or if it's not comfortable with Ibaka as well. Although I think it's less of an issue with Ibaka than it is with JV. But I, I think it's weird because, like, last year, you know, with Yaka Pertle, he was setting so many high-energy screens and, like, you know, it's not like Pirtle has more skills offensively than JV does. It's just they just had a better timing last year um, with Pirtle in running the pick and rolls. Whereas this year, like, they just have none of it. And it's not JV's fault, really. Like, he's, I think most of the time he's doing the right thing. He's in the right positions. But, you know, maybe because the plays are slower or something like that, because he's not as quick as Pirtle is and not nearly as nimble, then, like, there's just no paint. There's there's no lane to drive. And Fred doesn't just ends up dribbling like a ton. Like Fred has dribbled a ton, a ton this season. The same thing with Delon. Delon just doesn't get a shot off any any time. He's doing like his one shot of the game was like a spinning reverse layup, which like okay, cool, you made that shot, but it's just a terrible shot. So that's a bit of a concern. But look, the Raptors. You know, they got the win. Because why? Because the Cavaliers are trash. They only hit 5 of 22 from deep. Now, the Raptors didn't do do much better with 7 of 26. But still, 5 of 22. They didn't have a single three-pointer in the first half. They were 0 for 10 in the first half. Finally, actually, I guess, you know, 5 of 12 in the second half is not bad. For a team like the Cavs, not bad. But um, they just couldn't get it going. And then, you know, like when you look at this team, like who's going to score? Tristan Thompson was great. (laughs) 18 points, 19 rebounds. In 40 minutes, you know, he's not a good shooter, so he only shot 6 of 15, but someone's got to force their offense on this team because, like, if it's not him, it's Colin Sexton dribbling the, pounding the air out of the ball, just, you know, does not really know how to run an offense. Rodney Hood coming across a couple curls, I mean, well, you can only do so much with that, and then it's like Jordan Clarkson gets hot. I mean, like, I don't know how this team doesn't lose every single night. Um, I, I guess they basically do because they're 4-18, and 18, but, um, yeah, the Cavs just didn't really have, um, you know, enough juice to get over the hump but uh you know 
like I said, this is not a very entertaining game. <laughs> I'm just happy the Raptors got the win, obviously. You know, you're thrilled. You can't take any of these for granted, all right? You can't watch all the Raptors basically from just the entire history of the franchise and then take any win for granted. No, we're not going to be spoiled. But, yeah, this is a, not a fun game to watch. Not a fun game to watch. Uh, in terms of your three stars, Kawhi, obviously, number one, 34 points, nine rebounds, two assists, a steal, two blocks, 11 to 21 shooting, three threes, nine of nine for the free throw line, 37 minutes, plus 28. You know, pretty easy choice there. Second star, I'm going to give that to Danny Green. Uh, 15 points, seven rebounds, uh, three of five shooting from three, including a big one at the end. Um, two blocks as well, plus 24, 32 minutes. Uh, one thing I like about Green, uh, just as a side note, is that um, the Raptors have sort of consistently had him sort of creep along the baseline to get a couple of offensive rebounds, and he got two putbacks tonight. Um, that's just Danny. He's real solid, you know, and plus no one expects him coming, you know. He's just a 3 and D guy. He's just in the corner, and then, you know, shot goes up. Everyone sort of they kind of fall asleep. You know, you don't really think the guy from the corner is really going to crash, but uh, Danny really got in today for two putbacks. That was nice to see. He's been sort of consistently trying for that. Um, and you know, it's something, I guess. I don't know. Um, and, and yeah, Danny Green's defense is quite solid. Um, and then in terms of your third star, I'll go with, I'll go with Pascal, 15 points, five rebounds, five assists, six of 11 shooting. Didn't hit the threes today. He was over two. Um, and honestly, 6 of 11 for Pascal these days is kind of inefficient. But still has 15 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, plus 14 in 33 minutes. Uh, his plus minus is not as high as the rest of the guys because he ended up playing a lot with the bench to sort of cover that unit, which just, you know, did not work except for when Kawhi was hitting every jumper. Um, but, I mean, Pascal, I just I like his confidence. You know, like uh, one possession where Serge has got deep post position. He just tells Serge, you know, Get out the way. Get, I got this. And Serge is like, oh, okay, okay, all right, all right. Uh, and then Pascal, you know, stares down Rodney Hood. And the Cavaliers put a shooting guard in Rodney Hood on him just to sort of match him with his quickness. Pascal still got whatever he wanted in that play when he waved off Serge. Um, you know, he attacks Hood, then goes for a spinning hook shot, and then gets an and one. Doesn't hit the free throw, actually, but still, really impressive play. And uh, Pascal's just been impressive, you know, every single game. I mean, <laughs> the fact that 6 of 11 is a, a little bit inefficient for him is just nuts this season, considering how much of the offense he's creating by himself. Um, one thing to note with uh, Pascal is that, you know, him and Van Vliet really do pair well together. Uh, Van Vliet's able to play more off the ball, uh, and Pascal's a much better passer uh, than m- almost anybody in the, in the bench unit, basically. Uh, and, you know, Pascal found Van Vliet for a cutting layup, he found Van Vliet for three at the end of the game. Um, you know, it's just nice because Van Vliet is better when he plays off the ball. Like, he's uh, almost better as an off guard, even though the Raptors are kind of primarily using him as a point guard. Like, pretending he's just a CP3 of the bench when really he's just like CP3 this season, actually. <laughs> CP3 is, uh, I mean, he's injured. But, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a disappointing year for CP. But, um yeah, I mean, it's 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 a nice way to, to pair them up. Plus, like, those two guys have played together forever, right? Like, you know, um, obviously there were third stringers when they first came into the league together. Uh, and then Van Vliet was with uh, Siakam in the G League. And then they've been playing in the summertime together. And then last year in the, the bench mob. And then another summer together. And now they're separated. And, you know, P- Pascal has been great. But, you know, his boy has sort of been left behind. Van Vliet has not had nearly as good of a season. So, 
it's nice when they get to play together, though, because they really do have a great chemistry, really intuitive understanding of where the other person's going to be. Um, you know, in terms of guys who have chemistry on the team, Kyle has chemistry with everybody. Fred's supposed to have chemistry with everybody, but he's not really there. Has no chemistry with JV. Very little chemistry with CJ. DeLon and him never really had chemistry. They just split the floor. And it's really just Van Vliet has chemistry with, with Siakam. And, uh, yeah. By the way, DeLon had great chemistry with Pertle last year. Maybe that was part of the issue, too, because... You know, this year, DeLon has just not been there at all. Like, he's a non-factor a lot of nights, which is kind of depressing. But uh, I don't know, man. Professional win by the Raptors, for sure. There was a lot of uh, singing, a lot of gift-giving on the broadcast, um, you know, by um, Jack and Matt, which is great. I mean, you know, if you if, for these boring, boring-ass games in December – um, you know, you, you, you want to have the fun crew on and Jack is definitely more fun for calling these games. Um, but, uh, yeah, easy win. And then in terms of your Joe Henderson award, obviously that goes to Tristan Thompson, as I mentioned earlier, 18 points, 19 rebounds, three assists in 40 minutes. Um, yeah, I mean, Hey, the, Tristan would make a nice addition for a team, you know, um, Looking for a veteran big man who, you know, basically will play as a backup, can play as a starter. It doesn't really matter. Um, you know, his contract is a hindrance for most teams. but it And honestly, most contenders don't really need a backup big. But the way Tristan plays, I mean, he is obviously a menace on the defensive glass and offensive glass. But also, he's just like a really good defender. Like a couple times he like switched on to Kawhi. You know, Kawhi couldn't really get a good shot off. I think one time Kawhi actually shot an air ball against Tristan. So we, we know Tristan can guard on switches. We've seen him in the finals do that against Steph. Um, and I think the other thing with Tristan that's really nice is that he's had a lot of success against Boston and against Cleveland. Or sorry, against Boston and Golden State. Um, you know, obviously part of that is him playing off the ball with LeBron, and he's kind of a joke. I, I know Tristan's kind of a joke because of the Kardashian stuff, but like, he's an effective player. He's a very good role player, and um, you know, he's always given Horford trouble. Uh, and you know, if you're going to play Golden State, you need a guy who can rebound, as the Raptors saw uh, on Thursday. They gave up like 17 offensive rebounds. Uh, and you'll need a guy who can guard on switches, and Tristan can do that. And he's a veteran guy; and doesn't really look for his shots. You know, obviously he doesn't have the greatest touch on his shot, but it's pretty good timing in terms of how to space the floor on pick and rolls. He's a pretty intuitive player. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he makes 17 this year; he makes 18 next year. Um, you know, it's not the easiest contract to trade for, but the Raptors sort of have that capability. Uh, if they want to go that route, and quite honestly, I don't really see the Cavaliers as you know that desperate to hold on to them. It seems like they will take on, you know, they'll take on some contracts, they'll take on some young guys, you know, just anybody really. Because when you look at this team, there's got no talent whatsoever. Kevin Love sitting on the bench in a very suave uh, turtleneck. I mean, it's the only reason to watch the Cavs this year, man. It's uh, it's kind of very depressing. The, the, the arena was just so quiet too. Like it was just so so quiet. Like, Alec Burks was randomly there. I mean, I don't know, man. But, um, yeah, Tristan is, is there, up for grabs, and uh, some team could uh, could use a player like Tristan. You know, the Bucks could use a team like a player like Tristan, for example. The, the Bucks could really use a mobile center who can guard uh, and rebound. And, um, yeah. So, anyway, this is for the podcast. Uh, read 10 things. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say, really. <laughs> read everything on Raptors Public. And uh, thank you to everyone who has supported the Patreon, by the way. Um, I really need to do something for that. I really, really am trying to. But I've like because of the new job and everything, I just have so little time. But I'm going to make a commitment and make an effort to do something about that on that uh, Patreon site of mine. 
which is still active, even though, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys uh, Monday when the Raptors take on the Nuggets. The Drinkworks Home Bar by Keurig is the perfect gift or addition to a small gathering. The Home Bar makes over 30 drinks from cosmopolitans to old fashions at the push of a button. Just insert the pod, press start, and enjoy. Each Drinkworks pod contains real ingredients and premium spirits. For a limited time, get $50 off the Home Bar with promo code HOLIDAY. Go to drinkworks.com to order now. Drinkworks. Press play. Keurig is a registered trademark of Keurig Green Mountain, Inc. Used under license. Please enjoy responsibly.